Darling, you should try to get some sun You remind me of everyone Hello, welcome to Deep Dive, and uh, we're I'm Jackson. <laughs> I'm Adam, it's been a long day. Yeah, we just recorded an episode of... Uh, just the mainline show. Yeah. So the an main, interview. Mainline show? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the we recorded an episode, an interview episode. So I'm tired, but that's all good. Um this week we're talking about the national and not their studio albums or other studio songs mostly, just the B sides and unreleased which I live was, only songs. I was it's, thinking about it like, oh man, maybe we should have done, you know, their main albums. But we always not. could. But but we're both fans of them anyway, so it's not going to be that exciting. Yeah, I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? We both know how we feel about those albums, so that's not fun. That's not why we're yeah, doing this That's kind of why I wanted to do this, because I wanted to talk about some of the national stuff, but not... Yeah. I don't know. We don't need to rehash that Basically we like certain albums. Yeah. about the same stuff. Uh, but yeah, The National is a band that apparently is from Cincinnati, Ohio. They they now say they're from New York. Yeah, yeah. I, I associate, them, associate them from New York City. Always have. But uh, they have seven albums out right now, all of which are very good. And I didn't realize this, but apparently they're like a critic's favorite band. Like, critics love the National. Yeah, especially their last album won a bunch of awards. Yeah, it did. Um, And so the National is um, two sets of brothers and then uh, the singer, who is not. Is not a brother. Yeah. So and they've been around since 1999, so yeah. Some of these uh, songs we're going to cover are from the section between their first and second album, I believe. One thing I really like about the National is <clears throat> they're all not old, but they're older. They got famous, yeah. like I think, in their 30s, maybe mid to late 30s, which you know everyone associates music as a young man's game. So it, it's nice to see that kind of stuff. At least personally, I think so. Well, I think they got famous or they became big or whatever you want to call it pretty soon in their career yeah it, uh, compared to a lot of bands so. yeah so we did uh b-sides and adam made a uh list which i assume you'll put it'll be in the show notes or a playlist uh, yeah it'll uh, be in the show notes. youtube clips and stuff so if you want uh, so to listen the first one yeah. is uh, a song called rylan uh that they've been performing live uh pretty often since 2017 yeah, uh, they played at the Dallas show that we you and I, you and I both went to. Yeah, I which is kind of where that first um, this idea first like came to me was thinking about um, the songs that we saw them play, and I was looking listening through a bunch of national stuff afterwards and recognized that there are a couple songs they played that I have never heard before. Yeah, because uh, they are B sides. They play a lot of these live actually. So I and found out just never released them on uh, albums. So. Yeah, I found out um, that. Which, by the way, I I was looking. And I thought, oh, Adam found all the you know songs. Uh, since I listened to these multiple times, national songs started coming up on my suggested on yeah. YouTube, and there are way more unreleased songs that we didn't listen to. Yeah, these are out. these are the ones that I could find and verified have no, not been on a studio album, yeah. and haven't been released as like an EP, yeah. or weren't like demo tracks or something. And there's like there's a whole thing that we'll get to, but. Yeah. There are some unreleased demos from the Boxer uh, recordings where the band hates them and they don't want them out in public. I and don't so, blame them. Well, I, I understand <laughs> that, yeah. So I didn't want to pick stuff like that. So um, I just mostly picked off of songs that they've played live, which to me means that they like those songs still. This first song? Um, so, yeah. 
Yeah, yep. this first song, Rylan, is apparently a B-side from their most recent album, yep. uh, Sleep Well Beast, which... It makes sense. Yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's a good song, and, you know, it, if in the video, I thought it was funny, the singer has um, the lyrics in front of him. Yeah, so that's <laughs> it's from their KEXP session, like the most recent time they were yeah, there. that's the best version of it. And, yeah, that's why, I, that's the one I linked to. Um because putting this together, I listened to multiple versions of each of these songs, and some of them are pretty bad, uh, recording-wise or quality-wise. Oh, yeah. um, but this one, right before he plays, I don't know if you listened to the whole session from when yeah. they were there, but right before this video that I linked to in the, the notes here um, picks up, he says, here's a song that we haven't played in a while. I don't know the words, so I'm going to read the lyrics, and <laughs> I hope they're the right lyrics. That's funny. Um, and I mean, it seems like they are because it's a great song. I think. Yeah, I, I, do I really think enjoy it's really it. Good. It'd be nice if this, you know, was ever recorded. Yeah. Like, because yeah. there's only live videos out there. I like the uh, the extra percussion. There's yeah. a Radiohead song called "There There," and this kind of it it doesn't sound anything like "There There," but it has that kind of reminiscent because like extra yeah percussion yeah kind of not just in. like oh random you know like oh here's an african percussion instrument that people yeah. don't normally hear it's you know they have extra snares and stuff like that which i think is cool it, yeah i think uh this might be it's at the very least one of my favorite songs out of these that we've listened to yeah i think it might be the best um, one yeah it, i think it might be the best it's hard to hard to tell because i mean we is. only have this one version to to listen to and it's not a studio version so yeah um but yeah uh the next song is these are in no particular order really um that proved hard to put them in order based on date. Uh, Big Man in this and the next song are both from 2003, right before they were really big. So they've been a band for about four years. Um, these are both, this one and the next song, Brilliant Man, are both uh, live recordings that sound like crap. Yeah. Um, the song, I mean, it's early on in their career. The song is good. Uh, it has kind of a basic structure as opposed yeah. to their... Um, more recent material which has a more layered uh feel of things where this one feels like just a basic rock band where and yeah there's not, not necessarily a ton a thing. going on but it's still a pretty good song i thought what i really like about this uh more about the video is it's cool to see them playing a, a venue uh, oh yeah to like a, a crowd the size that my band would play yeah too. i mean and they'd been a band for four years yeah and they still weren't the big band that we know not i mean they're not a huge band now but they're big enough yeah uh band I'm, i mean they're winning grammys so that's something yeah uh but yeah it, i'm just thinking they're not like selling out stadiums or anything and they're not a stadium band anyway but. yeah it well in new york they are yeah that's true uh, madison, but, madison square garden is not that big though yeah but so you know it's a good song it, it's very it's different it's more i guess it's more reminiscent of their uh, their first, kind of first album, album or two yeah so but that makes sense because it's around yeah. that same i mean time. it's not it's not a song that stuck with me. I didn't listen to it a bunch. Yeah. Uh, going back through this list. The so. next song, I think, is from the same concert. Yeah, it's uh, the same concert. So Brilliant Man. The first man. song was Big Man. This one's Brilliant Man. Not quite sure why they did that, but maybe it was something they had in mind that these yeah. were going to be like back-to-back or something, but looks like the same concert. Um, Similar kind of thing, too, of like, it's clear where they're going. It's still a pretty simple song. Yeah, I think this one, um, it definitely shows... Um, the singer, I think he's he's probably one of my favorite lyricists, modern and just in general, because it's very cryptic, but you can kind of tell the point, and that's really nice about it. Um, I really like his lyrics, yeah. and this shows that that wasn't something that he developed. It was something that he just always had, 
So yeah, I, really I think like all of that. these older videos do a good job of that, actually. Yeah, they're kind of cryptic, and I, I like that. So um, it, it has uh, also my favorite part of this song is I think it does it midway, and then also towards the end of the song, it has one of those early 2000s uh, alt-rock kind of builds. Yeah. Like the whole band does this big build into like something, which is just like so many early 2000s. I mean, it, yeah, it kind of dates the, the video. Right? Yeah. Oh, and here's something I wrote down. The the singer was smoking a cigarette uh, on stage when we saw them in Dallas in October. He was vaping. He's come so far. <laughs> something. <laughs> he uh, he had a um, little, he had a vape or whatever the you call it. The whole time. Yeah, but also he had like one hidden behind one of the amps. So he would like walk back there and then pull it up. But the thing is, is he wasn't being inc- inconspicuous about it. Or or anything because there. Well, would just when you're be a vaping, cloud. it's really obvious. Yeah. So yeah, that, I just thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> another live one is next. Yeah, pretty forever. Um, I only have one note on this actually. I really like this song at the start. I guess that means I didn't like it by the end of the song. I like the chorus was catchy, and I wish this was recorded. This is one I, of I, the. I do think. Um, yeah, this is probably one of the ones that, considering I like the beginning of it at least, uh, I'd love to hear it. As an actual recording, because it's not a great. I don't know if you read the quality. description of this. I but, did not. Uh, the description in the video calls the audio tolerable, which is pretty oh funny. yeah right. Uh, uh, but it clips a bunch. Yeah, yeah. I get it because you know when the singer yells, it destroyed my ears in the headphones. Like it just like yeah. I was listening in the headphones, and it fuck. He for some reason he doesn't do this on albums much. But uh, he yells. He a does it live. Good yeah. amount, a good amount live. Yeah, it can be fun, but also can get grating at times. Which you know, it, he's just into it. Uh, personally, I think you know his singing is better on the albums, which is generally the case yeah. for anyone. But yeah, when he yells, it's just like, hey, maybe don't yell every chorus. But yeah, otherwise, I think I really honestly, like I song. think that's probably why I didn't like the yeah the song. So. It, it definitely clips. It becomes real fucking bad. It like someone probably recorded it on a clip or on a flip on a, phone, yeah, phone, or from... you know, like actually a camcorder. Oh yeah, remember those? Yeah, the flip video. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, next up is High Beams, which is uh, it's from the the link that we have is from a full like recording of the concert they played. Um, it's whatever time is in the time or in the uh, the show notes. Yeah, I don't know, an hour and twenty one minutes in or something like that. Yeah, don't listen to the whole concert. Yeah, uh, Jackson thought that's what we were supposed to be doing. I was like, "Fuck, I don't want to do <laughs> but, that." No, it wasn't that. Uh, I am not a fan of this song. It's way too repetitive, and I got nothing out of it. Yeah, uh, there was really only one note I had about it, like positive note, and that was the only note I had really. And I'm not sure if it's intentional, uh, which I'm sure it was a budget thing, but the uh, distorted sound of the vocals was a cool layer for the song so i don't know if that was intentional they had some distorted uh vocals so you know that was neat if it was (laughs) intentional (laughs) um but if it was just being cheap yeah the next one was a cover and i did not like it at all pretty in pink did you know it was a cover? Oh, that is not what's next on my list what do you have next uh light years which is the song that's the full concert i messed up god damn it adam well, yeah. high beams. Definitely. High beams was yeah not repetitive. I'm that, not a fan. Um, is that the one we just talked about? High beams. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just making so, sure we're on the same thing. I'll let you. Uh, Light years is the one that's the live concert in the full video. 
Apparently, this is their most recent new song. Uh, yeah, it is. Seems like it's a new song that's for the next album, maybe. They've performed it a lot this year. Looking at setlist.fm, it's like the second most played song that is not off of their new album. Uh, or their current most recent album. Um, I like it, but it's not anything special to me. Yeah, it's hard for me to tell if I like this one. It's uh, It has the atmospheric nature of the national that I like, but sometimes I feel that's better executed on the recordings. And yeah. It's different live. It may not work live, but it might be a good song. Yeah. We'll so, have to you know, see if that is if they actually a new it. song that's coming out on a new album. So Yeah, so I, I'm kind of on the fence on the, that one. And the next one is Middleman 2. Did you just skip Pretty in Pink? Is that even on your list? Uh, it's not on my list because it's a cover. I took it off then. So. Okay. Well, yeah, no, that I, song I was no good. I tried not to include covers on here. But there was if a you cover. Wanna, if you want to shit on it. It was probably on there originally, and then I went through and played it and found it. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was just nothing special. And then I found out it was a cover, and I was like, oh, they have, this is probably why I don't like it. There's a fair amount of covers of theirs that they've done as yeah. b-sides they and... used to do that at every show right they would yeah play a cover of the specific area i saw them playing in uh, which is kind of a cool idea it is I, um, I saw them playing queens and the ramones are from queens so they oh, did right. uh i think uh also jared kushner or something not sure about that part but uh so they did a uh song by the ramones the kkk took my baby away and dedicated it to you know the trump that's the fun. whole family. Oh, they're, they're a very, if you don't know them, they're, they're a very political band as well. Yeah, very left leaning. Uh, the National has endorsed and played concerts for and campaigned for the last like eight Democratic candidates. Yeah. Like since they've been a band, basically. Um. Yeah. And then they also, uh, when they were playing in England, they played uh, I Want to Break Free by Queen. Singer can't sing that, but it's fun to watch. I like, need to go watch that then. Yeah. It, it's not great, but it is fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I would have had a great time seeing that live but middleman 2 is yeah nice. middleman 2 it's from the boxer era where they were doing those sessions that i don't think they want out but they've played this song live so that's why i included it yeah um i'll be yeah. honest uh everyone when they talk about uh the national they always say the boxer like that's their best album i think that's I, that's the album most people know i like that album it's nowhere near my favorite album it, like I think it's a good album. Yeah. Nothing more than that to me. Like I, their album High Violet, and then their most recent albums. Their most recent album is definitely my like, favorite. Those are my favorites. Yeah. But Boxer is good, and it has really good songs. I think everyone... for them, like Boxer is probably the easiest way to get people into the national. Yeah, so. th- that makes sense. And it is definitely their biggest album. This song uh, kind of feels like it was meant to have drums, but was demoed but then, without them. Yeah, it didn't. So. I could be wrong about that though. Uh, it just, I guess, what that made me feel. It just felt kind of lacking. Yeah. They do have songs without drums, plenty, but this one felt like there was... Felt like intended. it should have it, yeah. Yeah. He really leaned into his uh, bass in the boxer era, the bass voice. Uh, yeah, not bass guitar, but uh, he he's like one of the only popular singers that has a, ba- a bass baritone voice. Everyone else, it's like high singing. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, but he really leaned into the bass voice in the boxer era. I'm not the biggest fan of that, uh, and I'm really glad that he messes around with his range now because he really kind of seemed in this era to stay in that same range. Uh, but you know, he really only seems to do that in the boxer era. But you know, I, that may be me yeah. uh, just liking what I'm used to. I think it's it's fine with what he did in the the boxer era, um, but I definitely I mean I think they've gotten better as a band overall. Yeah. since then obviously um 
yeah, they've really gotten into it. And like, yeah, they're, I mean, their last album, most recent album was, uh, yeah, just one, so good. One like, of my favorite things about them is how they layer instruments and they've, I've heard and them. They've, make, yeah. They've started doing more of that. Yeah. And I've heard the way they explain this is they're like the way that they record is they record like hundreds of tracks and they'll put on way more stuff than a song should ever need. And then they kind of peel away what doesn't need to be there. And I was like, that's interesting. Cause you know, a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll have the basic track and then they and just then try layer to build on top. up, yeah. you know? And I was like, that's really cool. That's uh, a cool way to do that actually. Yeah. The Desner brothers, um, they, they're the ones who do the, uh, recording. Uh, they actually recorded sleep well beast, the uh, house that was on the cover. That's, uh, their studio. They built it in upstate New York. And so, yeah, it's really cool that they just get to do that. Yeah. Um, next one, also from Boxer. Groove Directive. Oh, yeah. I hated this. Uh, I thought it was interesting at first it's and then uh, became a very boring instrumental song that doesn't build anything. Yeah. It, it just repeats the, a lot and goes on longer than it should. The name says it all. It's just a dumb yeah. instrumental. Yeah. It, nothing special I'm glad they it. forgot about this song and... They've played it live a couple times when the boxer uh, era, like when that was going on. Yeah, this is but the only. They song. haven't played it any time recently, so this is the only song that I was like, I don't like this at all. Yeah, but yeah, so uh, don't cry, honey, is the next one. Yeah. Uh, this one didn't stick with me. Tried listening to it a couple times to get into it, just couldn't. Yeah, I don't have any particular reason. Something about the song just doesn't land. Yeah, for me, it um, the song was from the uh documentary mistaken for strangers yeah. which uh it's interesting i won't get too much into it but the uh singers you know it's a band full of brothers and then the singer uh his brother was actually made a documentary about you know the band and it, it it's really interesting it, you should watch it. it it's less about the band and the national and becomes more of kind of like a uh talks about like kind of the mental sanity and mental health which is really interesting how it gets into that. Um, doesn't paint the singer too well. Uh, hmm. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it paints him as a real asshole. I but, did buy it the other day um, really after good. doing all this and wanting to watch it. So, But yeah, that the, this was from that documentary, um, and it was an outtake from the record uh, Trouble Will Find Me, yeah. which I think is a very lukewarm record. Uh, there's not The really song any, fits in then. Yeah, that album is very meh. Not bad, but meh. Um, next up, Sunshine on My Back was released as a single, not for any album. I really like this song. Uh, I liked it, but it's kind of forgettable at the same time. I wrote, uh, one note, uh, that flute question mark part is fucking neat. Yeah. I like that. Uh, uh, Some of these songs, they do some cool instrumentation stuff that doesn't seem to make it to the actual albums. Yeah. Stuff like that. Well, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, the song felt more upbeat than most of their music yeah it would not that they don't write I, I, actually i can't think they're kind of known super upbeat they're, they're kind of known for yeah not having like upbeat yeah. or happy music kind of yeah it, it's kind of temperamental or moody that kind of yeah. stuff like when you think of an indie boy this is what they oh yeah they're definitely to. yeah the indie music yeah yeah nothing wrong with that though they're good um yeah, yeah, I just find it weird that this was released as a single and it just never appeared on any album. Like something yeah. about that's strange to me. And I mean, that, I know that happens, but I, I may be wrong, but I think this one may have been for charity. Mm, might be. Maybe I don't. I know. know the next one definitely was. No, was uh, it? so far around the band was from a yeah. charity compilation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. But this one might have been as well. I just didn't didn't write that down. So Yeah. So I guess, yeah, next one so far around the bend. They've performed it live only four times. And like they did it like ten years ago. But um I think it's a really good song. I like the extra extra instrumentation going on in the song. Um I don't know. Yeah, it's cool. It's just it's off of a charity record, so that's all it ever. Yeah, it was good. Came from, and uh, it wasn't intended to be part of anything else. And I think I kind of like it for that. So. Yeah, that's always nice when bands do that. Um, when it stands on its own, kind of too. It doesn't. Yeah, it does. doesn't feel like it belongs on a certain album of theirs. Yeah, I don't remember what charity it was for, but it was good. I liked it. Um, do you have "Think You Can Wait" next? Yes, that was from that was... a movie. From the soundtrack of the film Win Win, which I never saw. Yeah, never heard of it. I just saw never Paul heard of it either. Um, the video for it in the show notes is kind of weird because it's yeah they in, talk over the, it. It's whatnot. like a promotional kind of thing for the movie almost. It's that's yeah. the best I could find though. Yeah, but they've performed it on tour a lot since this came out. Oh, did they? They really like the song live. Um, it's one of their most played songs that is not on an album. So. It's good. Uh, it's a good song. I think it'd be better if there was not this stupid music video kind of thing going yeah, on where they, there are parts where like literally the movie the music is stops playing yeah, over. yeah yeah um i hate it when they do that stuff but they're they featured some uh female vocalists i didn't write down her name which i, I should didn't either because yeah but didn't she, think about it but yeah the vocal she's in the background um i guess it's a chorus i don't know sometimes they don't have choruses so uh but uh they line up with the lead vocals really well and that was the highlight of this. Yeah, it is me. an interesting song. Yeah, for them. I don't know if I uh, now having heard the recorded version would have liked this as much if there wasn't a female vocalist because it really it was really nice. Yeah, yeah. I love this next song. This next <laughs> song is uh, "Exile Vilify" from. Did, yeah, did you see what it was from? Yeah, from the soundtrack of Portal Two. The video game. Yeah. I like They've had game. a lot of songs on soundtracks for yeah. weird things that I wouldn't expect, like Game of Thrones. One of their songs was on the soundtrack there. Yeah, no, that was actually a really cool thing. Um, uh, a bunch of artists redid uh, Game right. of Thrones songs. Yeah. Like Sigur Ross did a song, and they were in a Game of Thrones episode. So yeah, yeah, it's just it's weird how many songs that the National has done that are in soundtracks and stuff. But this is probably one of the weirdest ones in a video game. Yeah, I like this game a lot. But I'm not sure how, that these two are the best fit. But uh, it was like you know. it was over the credits, though. In the oh, game. was it? Yeah. So it kind of makes sense there. Guess um, I never finished the game. They performed it pretty often. Um, I definitely remember it from playing Portal Two and finishing the game. But uh, I like the intro to the song, the way it builds, all the elements to it. I really like. I think it's a great song. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know how it could work live. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's funny that I couldn't get over the fact that it was for portal <laughs> from portal too. yeah yeah that just made me giggle um yeah oh yeah then the speaking of weird soundtracks for their stuff to be on the next song is lean from the hunger song? the hunger games catching fire oh <laughs> it was in the credits apparently i don't know I, I don't know if that's true i haven't watched the movie so i don't know yeah but they performed it a couple times over the years too um and they like to talk about this song in some interviews where they say the title was originally Dying is Easy, which is part of the lyrics. Oh, now I remember And the producers for the movie said it was too dark for the soundtrack of a movie. And so the band responded with, it's a movie about kids murdering each other. Are you sure it's too dark? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they had to change response. the name. So uh, I think the song is great. I really liked it. Yeah. Now Not for any like particular reason. It's just a good song, I thought. Mm. Yeah, I forgot what that this song was. 
until you said that. And that's yeah, because like the, the lyrics make more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No. Yeah. This is a good song. I had no notes written, but now I remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's weird that it was on the soundtrack to that movie, but yeah. Um, uh, next up, the Fairly Nuclear, which was a released as a bonus track for the Alligator. Yeah. Uh, you know. I think ahead. this one might be my favorite that yeah. we listened to. Not my favorite of their songs, but my favorite of. Uh, these b-sides of yeah. these tracks uh has a super catchy chorus which uh, the national doesn't always strive for yeah that's not what they're known for i think that that's part of why it stands out um i just thought it was a good song overall and it this song specifically makes me appreciate how they choose not to include stuff yeah where they just didn't include this song even though it's pretty good but they didn't like how it fit with the album or didn't think it was good enough whatever their i haven't listened to the logic was but too much uh is that what this was on yeah, it was a bonus track for that. Yeah. So presumably from the same sessions. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't listened to that too much. I know the song uh, Mr. November because that's a great song. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I don't remember that album too much. But, you know, I can't really speak for whether this should have been on there or not because I don't remember I just, it Yeah, well. I think it's interesting that it is a good song. And, I mean, we both like it and that it wasn't on the album. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's good enough it could have been. Yeah. Because so. definitely with, like, Rylan and stuff like that, the first song we talked yeah. about it i could see that maybe being on a future album so i can't even really say they've been like, playing yeah. it enough that i think it might be yeah something you know um, i can't really say that you know it'll never be on but they chose to not release this on an album right so and it was just a bonus track felt off, and this off, was back obviously. in like when bonus tracks only showed up on japan releases of cds and stuff so well, like when you go to best buy well now yeah yeah um, um, the next song is another one that was a bonus track from Alligator Driver Surprise Me. Uh, they performed this oh, lots of times on every tour since then, basically. Um, I think the song is pretty good. Yeah. I, agree. I, um, I don't know. Same, same kind of thing. Like, it's a good enough song. It could have been on the album. I don't know if there's stuff on the Alligator that I would take off. But... Yeah. I think what this tells me is I need to go back and listen to Alligator. Yeah. I thought, I thought the same thing. Um, that maybe it's better than I, re- not better than I remember, but more. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting to listen to again. So. I think here to the end were all bonuses from uh, High Violet, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, the next four. Which is, you know, until recently was my favorite album of theirs. It's the album I got into them on. Oh, okay. So Interesting. I think that is... Because like, Boxer is where I got into them. I think that is almost a flawless record. Um, yeah, High Violet is amazing. I love that album. Uh, it only got edged out by Sleep Well Beast recently. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so all four of these songs were bonus tracks on the yeah. extended edition. So yeah. other Which things that were probably heard. probably cut as yeah. well, I assume. Um, I don't have any notes on Sand Eaters. I just know I didn't care for it enough to yeah. write any notes down. So Yeah, uh, I only have notes for one of the songs and it's the next song, Wake Up, Wake Your, up Saints. Your Saints. Um, yeah, I, I like this song pretty well. I don't know if it's it's like it's not definitely like one of the top songs out of these yeah um it has an it, intro yeah. kind of like mr blue sky it, it kind of made me feel like that it was like, a similar kind of song yeah yeah it, it the song ends up being one of the nationals more dancey songs which uh, once again not really what they're known for yeah i think it makes sense why they cut that song yeah um it definitely that wouldn't fit the whole mood of that record yeah I don't. I think it's obvious too that they don't like it. They've only played it twice yeah. live. So I bet they only um, played it whenever that like deluxe oh, edition yeah, probably, came out, just yeah, to, to push sales sell. or something. Yeah, yeah, because uh, High Violet was their best-selling record. 
Oh, even more than the the last one. I guess yeah. That makes the next sense. last yeah. one we looked this up last time barely made any fucking money. Yeah, that's right. Sorry if people can hear uh, clicking of keys because I'm about to check that out. Uh, the only other song out of these last two that I have notes for is "Walk Off." Uh, feels like a song cut from the album. Like very specifically, feels like it was cut from it. The other ones don't feel like they'd fit in that much because, like you said, it's kind of dancey and all that. Uh, but "Walk Off" feels like another one of their songs that could have been on the album, just wasn't. I find it interesting. I don't think it's a great song, really. But yeah, I mean, I liked all these, all four of these. None songs, of them are but bad. Yeah, They're just some of them are forgettable, and it, it makes me appreciate uh, the work. And you know, I agree with this sentiment that not everything needs to be on the album. Not right. everything should be I think released. There, it shows that all of these show that they're pretty good at like self-editing Any, what they're going to put out and yeah. what they're happy with. And anytime I see an album that goes over sixty minutes or you know, has like 16 songs. I get real worried about that. I'm like, Ooh, I mean, sometimes it can work. Yeah. Sometimes it does. And sometimes people nail it, but now it kind of shows me a lack of focus sometimes. Yeah. So this definitely made me appreciate that. Um, yeah. So again, songs we didn't cover in case anybody's listening and is yelling at their phone or something about why we didn't listen to something. Uh, we didn't listen to anything off the two EPs that they have or demos that they haven't played live because they're things the band wants to forget. Yeah. Um, And, uh, and yeah, I mean, the two EPs, I don't know if you've listened to them before, but no. they're fine. I think some of these songs are better than what they released on the EPs, which is kind of weird. I tried really so. hard since we were going track focused this time yeah. not to listen to anything. No, I've just listened we... to these EPs yeah. before. Um, okay. I think some of these tracks should have been released and recorded more than the stuff they put on like the Virginia Virginia yeah. EP, for example. So, so um, this is, uh, I'll start from Boxer and go on. Uh, the sales for Boxer were... Uh, these are this is according to uh, Wikipedia, and these are U.S. sales alone: two hundred and seventy thousand for Boxer. That's a uh, certified silver. Okay. High Violet was two hundred ninety-three thousand. That is not much higher than I thought it would be. Yeah, right? it's gold. That's certified gold. I guess you do have to think about the decline in music sales and streaming. Yeah. And all that. Well, that so. was their best-selling record. So then the next one, Trouble Will Find Me, only seventy-five thousand. Also certified that's gold. A big drop. Well, here's the well, sad thing. Well, they changed thing. the definitions of what yeah, certified means. That's the sad thing is that like, damn, that drop is now gold. I mean, if you go look at like a band like, uh, or look at an album like Dark Side of the Moon that was like certified platinum back in the day, like you can do that today with like a tenth of what you had to do then, I believe. Oh, yeah. I wonder uh, if Just because they've changed how the, the scale is like for that work. Well, the so. highest rating is Diamond, and there's only like five albums, like Adele's 21, and then... Um, like Thriller, probably, or... No, it, it, it's only... Album, I think it's like Eagles Greatest Hits. Uh, <laughs> it, it's random stuff. Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. it. But, yeah. Diamond is the highest. I wonder if they changed that. They shouldn't, but I wonder no, if they that, I mean, I don't think they should change any of it, but I... Unless I'm, I might might be totally wrong in this. If you're listening and we're wrong, email us and tell us. But yeah, so um, they've trouble, changed what that means, and so that's how they can be platinum with what seventy five. So trouble will find me was um, seventy five thousand. Sleep well, beast fifty six thousand. Wow. So it, that just shows record sales, and we mentioned this last time. I remember, uh, but that just shows, and that album won a ton of awards so it's not like a that bunch of like grammys right it's not like that album didn't get listened to it just everything is changing people that, just don't buy music this is one yeah. of the like saddest things it's definitely like it's a bell shaped if this were on a graph because the first album sold fifteen thousand, then the next 27 
then the next 77,000, then it goes all the way up to those 200s and then back down. It's really, that's weird. I don't like looking at this at all. Well, that's the reality of everything now. Yeah, Sleep Well Beast was their first uh, number one album, and it was not in the U.S. It was in the U.K., Ireland, and Canada. Go on them. Yeah, they reached number two in the U.S., which is still really good. Um, I mean, especially given, I don't know. I mean, their music doesn't seem like it's super approachable for a lot of people. It's not like poppy or anything, obviously. Uh, You have to be into kind of moody music. I could see people like my dad not being into it because he doesn't like music that's not happy pop, which is fine, but I I don't really like that kind of mentality. Um, So... So, yeah, this uh, is different since we didn't listen to the albums, but since we both listened to the albums, uh, what would you say should be the album that people should listen to to get into the? I still I think I still think Boxer is probably the best one to get into. Um, although their latest album is probably is easily their best, and yeah. I think for the right people that would be the best injury. I I think just generally though, Boxer is more uh, white appeal. Kinda. I don't think necessarily their most recent album is the album to go in on. It is their best album, but I could see some people listening to the first song and be like, this is boring. Yeah, you'd have to go through the first three three yeah. songs, right? Yeah. And if you don't yeah. like the National uh, already, that may be kind of asking too much. So my, I would say High Violet still, because I think it has those songs that are like Boxer, but then it has like the kind of rock yeah. songs. And I think... Uh, High Violet is really where they because the boxer it has um, kind of uh, is it the boxer or just boxer I think it's just boxer okay boxer it has um, kind of that um, you know really basic feel there isn't too much like layering like it there it's more than that at first it's better production quality than all the other records behind it but not a ton of layering on top it sounds like a band playing High Violet is when they really, I think they mastered. Uh, I think that's when they figured out how to do it right. Yeah, yeah they mastered recording and they mastered like just l- layers. I, I can't say that enough. And yeah, I think that's the perfect album of what The National is and will be from here on out. And I think it's their best form. That's, that's a good point because the they're not going to put out another album like Boxer. No, they won't. They they don't they don't want to anymore. So, I mean, that's and that's... I kind of see um, The National kind of like Modest Mouse. Everyone heard that really big album. Yeah. And then if they like that, then you go back and listen to the other ones. I don't necessarily agree with that mentality. But their latest album is good and Modest Mouse is... Yeah, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. It's not. <laughs> um, but um, basically, a lot of people will listen to their big album. And then if they like that, then they can go back and yeah. check out the new stuff. that Or the old stuff. that It'll never sound like that again. But you'll yeah, probably really true. like it. That's true. So I think the best way of going about that would be High Violet. But... Three great records I mean, to you listen can get to in, are High Violet, I think you Boxer. can get in any three of those. And yeah. You probably will like the band if I, you're going to like them. So Yeah, High Violet, Boxer, and Sleep Well Beast are all great yeah. to listen to. If you have the time, just listen to all three of them. But um, yeah, anything else you got on this? Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I mean, if you if you like the band, then check out some of these uh, B-sides. Yeah, not sure uh, if we'll ever do like a full episode for that stuff. Uh, for their like main records, uh, probably, studio albums. probably not. Cause yeah. I think 
we know part of we'll the say. appeal for this show for us at least maybe not for everybody listening but for us is that we listen to things that we may not have listened to already like the last album yeah i was not a fan of oasis and so i hadn't listened to a lot of that stuff <laughs> oh wait but so here we are i'm curious how you're gonna feel about my pick for this i week. don't know do you want to go ahead and go into who your pick is this week yeah so um i've been listening to these uh two main artists they uh, have multiple projects and i've been listening to them a lot recently and then i realized i had never listened to their band that got them big i knew about them and i know one song and i never picked it or i never like listened to it uh so we're gonna be listening to at the drive-in it's uh okay. if you've I ever have not listened, listened to it so. have you ever listened to the mars volta yes i love the mars volta so, well so that's the thing is i've, I've listened to the mars volta anti-mask all of these uh groups that cedric and omar are in yeah, but I, i've never only, listened to at the drive-in i've only listened to mars volta i haven't listened to any of their other well associated projects unless you want to count i mean well they have yeah uh, what is what am i thinking of there's another one that is associated oh. with them but isn't uh omar is on like everything he has like if you look up his wikipedia it, look he has the work ethic of just like constant release like he he produces so many bands no, bosnian rainbows yeah bosnian rainbows. i have listened to that yeah that's omar's band when like his solo Volta. kind of thing yeah when yeah. they broke up but um yeah at the drive-in they have four albums i say we just do all four yeah that sounds good um yeah because they released three albums then broke up and then released another album and yeah, so at the drive-in, all four studio albums. All right. So if people want to listen along, uh, you can do that. Yeah. If you have any suggestions for us, yeah. you can email us at a... Are we going to... I don't know. Do we want to have a separate email for this? It doesn't matter. Let's just keep it on Don't Feed the Artist if it ever yeah. becomes too much. Feedback at don'tfeedtheartist.com. You can email us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or you can just tell us on Instagram or Twitter, I guess. We'll look at the it's, replies, but we're yeah. refusing to, to use Twitter. We're not overwhelmed with a uh, response yet, so we'll. But it would be cool to have to other people. Yeah, it'd be cool to have other people decide what we we should listen to as a suggestion. Yeah, it might be something we've never even thought about. That's so. that's why I picked at the driving because I was like, you know, up until now I've been picking stuff that you know I had either I knew I liked or I had listened to most or some yeah. of the albums, but or, not all of it. But this right. is the first band uh, that we're listening to, other than King Crimson, that. Uh, I have no clue how it's going to go. I think it's not going to go well, but we'll see. see. I think I think I'm going to like it, but I know I'll probably like the third album because that's their big album. But we should save this for later. Yeah. All so right. We'll see you again in two weeks. Bye. Does it feel like a trial?